0: You're listening to the A. Scully Cast, brought to you by www.ascully.com. And here are your hosts, A. Scully and Sid Talk. After that delightful intro, I wanted to say uh, welcome to After The Show with your hosts, Greek god A. Scullius and um, Greek goddess Sid Talkius, <laughs> would it be
1: Sid, Sid Talkin Sid Talkina or something like that? You know? No, Sid Talkius. Okay, I think that's for men, but whatever. <laughs> like Athena, see? Athena. No, you're
0: Sid Talkius. <laughs> okay, what, so uh, what
1: intro are you talking about?
0: The one that was just done with the music.
1: Oh right, I think you've moved my thing, haven't you? Because I'm far away from my desk again. I
0: ain't touched it. You've got Thank a different you. chair with no leg, with no arms. No,
1: I think you've cleaned. And you I moved. have not cleaned that now. Um.
0: You can look at for the people
1: that, for people listening I have this thing on the floor plastic thing and a scully is a not such <laughs> obsessive cleaner guy when he thinks something's dusty or dirty he rips it out, and I think you've cleaned it, because I'm about six inches further than I normally am. You
0: can see the filth on it, so... (laughs)
1: There's no filth!
0: (laughs) Anyway, uh, this is after the show number 133, and this is the first day of August, 2010. Uh, We're going to be looking at the movie Clash of the Titans, the 2010 edition, not the 1981...
1: Don't ask us as a question,
0: because I don't know. Uh, so the new version of Clash of the Titans, it's a 2010 movie, 2010 Blu-ray release. It was released Tuesday the 27th of July, so you can go and get it now. It's available on Blu-ray, DVD, or the one we looked at was the Blu-ray, DVD, digital copy combo pack, all in one box. Um, and it's from our friends at Warner Brothers, and you're going to tell us what Clash of the Titans is all about. Ooh,
1: I, 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 I I am? I am. Um Perseus is a demigod. That means his father is a god or oh, one of his parents is a god and the other's a human. His father happens to be Zeus, the the big the big kahuna. And his mother's just some chick, unfortunate chick <laughs> who was the wife of a queen, I mean who was the wife of a king and Through different events, Perseus ends up growing up kind of as a foster child to this other family. And then some shit hits the fan because humans are sick and tired of um, gods treating them, I guess... or I'm not 100% clear, but I have the feeling like gods kind of toy with humans in this whole mythological world, right? And at this point, the gods can pluck away your rain and they can pluck away your fish and they can you know, do terrible things to you and then they, but all they want is for you to worship them. That's what gives them their immortality, their life. These are things I don't, I don't know about mythology. Well, that that,
0: that exact thing. Like (laughs) if it's just made up or... The gods need the worship of the Or they don't exist. Or they don't exist. Right. And, and in this so anything an act of weather a natural disaster all those things are all caused by the gods to...
1: makes people go oh made them go we better pray, for, pray yeah. to something. yeah yeah exactly. or yeah think of just thinking thinking that the gods are responsible for everything keeps them alive which yeah. is a good good little circle of events there and in this perseus then has a sort of uh, revenge plot to uh, carry out and in the process the gods have threatened through the use of... What's his name? The guy down under? Hades. Not the not the Australian, but the...
0: <laughs> Hades.
1: The finds. Is his name Hades? Yes. He's in Hades. He is Hades. Oh. I thought he was in Hades. No, he is Hades. Oh, right. Um, through the use of the brother of Zeus, who's been cast to the Ross underworld or whatever. Right. Uh, to basically put fear in the humans, and to use the Kraken, you know, from Pirates of the Caribbean to uh, make them fear which is pretty much the theme of all religions and most religions I won't say about all cuz that sounds disrespectful but if you fear something then you behave properly and then the gods get what they want and so it's just a journey through all kinds of like stuff pegasus medusa etc cetera, etc cetera. it's not like I'm spoiling anything because this is a movie from time past and you can also look it up in your own
0: greek mythology yeah well um getting off the movie starting with the uh original Clash of the Titans which is a very beloved movie from my childhood that I watched hundreds of times it was uh, fascinating and fantastic and when you watch it now though (laughs) because I have caught it on television it loses a bit of its magic because it's stop motion animation and it's not particularly great you know it's it was what they could do at the time so but this movie is based on that but it's not really the story it's it's inspired by it let's say So it's not a true remake of Clash of the Titans. So don't go in thinking that that's what it is, because it isn't. It's a new thing. Um, So Clash of the Titans, new one, uh, and
1: what are Titans, Mister Scully? Just so we can be clear, because I I didn't, I don't, hundred percent know. Except the opening kind of explains it briefly. But if you played the game
0: God of War, (laughs) you would know Titans. They're the. What are they? They're the parents
1: of, of the gods. They created the gods, but... To like look it up. Gaia,
0: and... They've all got different names, but they're, uh...
1: And this you're learning from a video game.
0: Well, so I'm not 100% which is completely sure game. based on Greek mythology, which this isn't 100%. This messes with it also. Mm. So, um... I think God of War is more faithful to Greek mythology than this is, apart from the Kratos character. Anyway, mm. we're talking about a video game now. Um, so... Clash of the Titans, uh, the new version of it, um, I, we saw the trailer last week. That's the first, really, I'd seen any about this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I knew it came out at the beginning of summer. This was one of the first movies to come out in 3D in the cinema, but not really be filmed in 3D, where they upconverted it to 3D, and then everybody said, oh, that 3D's crappy. So we didn't see it in 3D, because the Blu-ray is a 2D version. I definitely saw places where 3D effects were...
1: Oh, not me. Didn't know anything about it, so it wouldn't even. I did. Me.
0: There was one where they threw a coin right at the screen, and it kind of bounced. Mm. The, co- the you know you know the ferryman's mm-hmm. coin. Um, there was a couple, uh, a scorpion part too, but um you don't need to see it in three D. Is what I'm getting at.
1: It doesn't even register with me, so I think it's non-existent as far. It was one it. of them
0: ones that was upconvert. They didn't use three D cameras. They just made it three D after the fact. um so, uh, New Clash of the Titans, I have fun things for old Clash of the Titans. New Clash of the Titans was okay for me. It was a good action uh, flick. Um, but I um, found it a little bit taking itself too serious on, on, on occasion. And I also found um, almost, for me, like there's something missing but I can't tell you what it is like soulless almost like it's just just a movie made for big special effects and big summer mm. it's not very deep is what I'm getting I at I disagree
1: with the taking yourself too seriously because I actually ma- I actually really thought about it it's quite when those two hunter guys came into it I was like oh no please don't have a couple of wisecracking fuckers no, come they in the weren't middle so of this. bad. that's what I'm saying they weren't that's I didn't I mean. want that I no. didn't want that. I don't want comedy. I don't want jokes. I don't want levity. I don't want lightheartedness. I want the kick-ass. I want to see the Kraken come out of the ocean. And I want to see Medusa's head. And I don't care. I don't want the one-liners and the, the like, what do you call it? Like, trailer quotes and shit like that. I liked it just the way it was. The, now, the, the, my thing that missing. I didn't want
0: one-liners either. That's not what I was saying. The
1: missing line for me. Well, it kind of was. Sounded no, like
0: no it, it really was not. It was, I was just saying that. It's quite a um fantastical thing and the original also. Um and it's it's done on quite a especially the scenes with Liam Neeson. It's done on a very ser- like it almost like it's a Shakespearean serious thing like.
1: So then what's your what's your alternative?
0: I don't know, but that was I expected to, to, it to be a bit more, you know, levity in it. One-liners and shit. No, no.
1: Well, how do you get how do you get levity well, into you Greek don't, mythology? not just
0: one-liners all. <laughs> I mean, into nothing. this
1: fantastical stuff. How is you, How are you going to get levity into whether you've got gods crushing all of mankind? I guess there was
0: a little bit of levity. I, I will give it that. Okay.
1: Very rare, but that's fine. I yeah. didn't want that, so I was glad that the reason I think what you're talking about the missing thing is it felt
0: the empty thing with the family.
1: Um, I I cared about the ultimate. About the journey and everything, but I didn't feel enough jeopardy, because you always know he's a demigod. He's not immortal, but I mean, he's part god. And you always get that, like, superhero feeling, like Flash Gordon feeling, like A-Team feeling, like Charlie's Angels feeling, like no matter what happens... Shit's not going to go horribly wrong. No. <laughs> like, I mean, it's going to go wrong, but it's all a showcase, just like you said, for these events and these places and these big, massive moments. And, you know, you'd never f- I never felt like Doom Plus, you know, you and me, me particularly, if all of humanity got destroyed by the gods, I'd be like, okay, <laughs> make some more. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't that... The idea of the one city being destroyed or whatever didn't feel threatening to me. I didn't care. And then I thought, why not sacrifice your princess? And who cares? Just do it. So I didn't feel any gravity to it. Well,
0: that's my down on it part. Yeah, that, that's what I didn't like. But what I did like a lot was um, the cast. I thought yeah, was, very I good. thought there was some good cast in there. Even though I think like the um, Liam Neeson. I said to you the Liam Neeson and uh, what's the other guy? Ralph Fiennes. Ralph Fiennes. They. I felt like. That was just like a a week long shoot. Yeah, even less. I don't know. They're separated from the rest of the movie almost. If you get what I mean. No. It's almost like there's that. I mean, then they're gods, the rest of the stuff. So they're up yeah. in
1: Olympus or whatever, and that's why it looks different and they act
0: that's, different. That's not uh, what I mean. Is like they don't interact with the. They do a tiny little bit with the with the cast of the movie. It's almost like designed like that, but I felt like they were just. And it, and I'm right, because it says introducing or like, uh, whatever you say at the end of the movie. And featuring, and then it's just their two names right at the very end. So they're just like, um, what do you call that? Walk-on parts or... But they
1: weren't at all. They were very meaty parts. They talked a lot. They had loads of They weren't snakes. in it a
0: long time, if you c- calculated the time of the whole movie. But oh, I disagree. I'd say it was less than ten minutes. Hmm. Because um, the other guys were in it. I mean, it was mostly the journey of... The Sam Worthington character, but what I did like is the uh, you will always disagree with what I say. No, I won't. If I disagree <laughs> I with you. Said no.
1: Yeah, because you're wrong. If I disagree I mean, with you, I'm going to say it. I'm going to sit here and pretend like everything you say yeah, is.
0: I'm just saying you going right. to always disagree with what I say. Yeah,
1: because I think you're wrong.
0: Well, there you go. So I um, think your perception is twisted in some way. So what I, I will did point like it was, out was to you. <laughs> what I did like was some of the special effects. I thought some of them were horrible, but in in. Overall, they were pretty well done and the sound was really good. Um, I'm going to disagree
1: with that because I thought there was a lot of mumbling going on. The looping, No, I
0: think it had some excellent the looping, showcase sound design. Not voice. No, no, I'm not talking about voice. I'm talking about the actual noises of the creatures. Sure. The noises of the Kraken.
1: But when the, the looping, whole Kraken, the sound of the looping, the voices, when they go back in the studio and record over their voices, there's loads of, like, it didn't match. It didn't... And not match their mouths; they move their mouth fine. But I'm saying, the it was like like pasting in a special effect with the wrong contrast, and you all go, "Oh, that's a paste." I'm more talking effect. about
0: the sound yeah, design. Yeah, but hey, voices the creature. Are big voices. All right, big sound. then I'll say the sound design of the creatures and the music, um, and it's definitely a showcase home theater kind of. You show that Kraken scene; turn mm-hmm. that up. It's amazing. It's the bass and everything. It just sounds amazing. Uh, and looks amazing too. There are some bad special effects, I thought.
1: I'm not gonna say they're bad. I'm gonna say they stand out because compared to other stuff, it's like, oh, we've just stepped back ten years, and now yeah. we're back in. I mean, not,
0: 2010. not to the not to the kind of quality of the special effects in the first movie. No, they're obviously Although, today's.
1: On the ship in the beginning where they stay. Yeah, that maybe. was really crappy. Oh, my God. I was like, are you trying to, Do you know, like, like in old, pay homage, maybe? I
0: don't know. Well, you know, like, in old movies where somebody's driving a car and, like, there's, like, an obvious, like, film in the background of the street going away from them.
1: And the car's shaking, like... It looked like wrong. that on that
0: boat at the beginning. I was like, oh, this is... This is in fact, that's... Because that's the opening scene. And I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be horrible. Immediately, I thought that. This is going to be horrible. Special effects... Uh, if they can't get that looking right, something it's going to be terrible when it really starts to pick up. But luckily, at the beginning where it did pick up, it looked good. That part, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't re- remember that. There is a lot of action scenes. It doesn't really slow down, does it? In fact, it the whole movie to me feels like the beginning of a trilogy. Like it, like it feels like I know I know there's a contained story here, but it all feels like the beginning of. We're getting to know this dude and Perseus. And obviously, it can. you can continue this story. You can continue any Greek mythology story, right? Into two other movies, three other movies, four other movies. You know? I don't know.
1: I don't know their plans. I didn't feel that way at all, so I don't know.
0: I think they're doing the second one. Um, but I, you, not, you didn't think even at the end of this movie it felt like the... The, no, because
1: my brain doesn't work that way, even now, unless I've been told already. I just like to watch a movie for I haven't been it told is. already,
0: but it just... The the closing sequence just you felt... Said,
1: you just said they've already announced it, so you do know.
0: No, I don't know. I just said I'm sure they're making it too. I don't know anything.
1: Oh, right. You said they're making it too. So no, I, I said I think they're
0: making it too. I didn't... No. So I don't know if they're making it too, but what I'm saying, it felt like they're going at the mm-hmm. end of this movie. It just felt like a setup for another one that... Like other movies It's probably gonna be better If you know what I mean Like It might deal with like The bigger picture
1: Right It did feel a bit Not I mean I know they went to A lot of locations They were in lots of Like exotic Kind of Not exotic But like You could tell they were Wandering around a bit. They were in the Walking 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 That's a reference to Clerks too. But um I also felt like because the only threat was to Argos, the one city there in the bay or whatever, it didn't feel like a world of threat. Now, maybe I'm just... Because this would have been in ancient, ancient, you know, we're talking like a few thousand years ago or a couple thousand, I don't even know for sure. When the, when the time world was mostly ocean. Oh, right, so there wouldn't have been much land, except that when you're with the gods and they're looking at their little world map there, there's a lot of land. Mm. So, and they had little figurines of it, people guess. standing around. Which yeah. is really funny, like that's where Zeus planted people. What's really funny. I just is... didn't feel like it was a world in jeopardy, it was more like just the one city.
0: Yeah, but it is, they're the gods after all, so it is humanity that's under.
1: Um... Right, so I'm saying though, but to put in, weave into the story that it's not just the city of Argos that's at threat. And they keep saying humanity or humankind, but you don't... I didn't feel... That was another reason I didn't have the meatiness of the, the big threat. Like, oh my god, this is seriously going to end bad. Like, this, this could go horribly wrong. I didn't have any of that, and I would like that. A Little bit of doubt. Like, maybe they're going to, whatever, take yeah. it dark. But... It's
0: kind of matter of fact what happens. Like, like, they'll mention something. Like, they have little quests along the way. Like, we've got to get this, we've got to do that, we've got to do that. And well, once, they, once they say, oh, we've got to go and get Medusa's head... There's no doubt in your mind they're going to get Medusa's head, right? Exactly yeah. that. I mean, you know that Medusa's head will be... I was inab-
1: disappointed with Medusa. I thought else. she
0: looked really brilliant when she was close up. Um, um, if she was stopped... Yeah.
1: And not moving at all... Then she looked fine. But it was... That was one of the really bad ones for me. I had to... like that when I say her, her body and stuff. It's a cool idea. She's like a snake and shit. But it, she, she had that bad, uh, uh, jerky I liked, CGI I liked, body. She's the
0: best Medusa I've seen in a movie, but there again, you've not seen her in many movies. <laughs> she's not in tons of movies. Uh, and she...
1: Um, I will say she's the best, because I, I would also go old school, like, in camera more than the CGI thing. She it's, looked
0: really good. Um, but there's no doubt in your mind that they're going to have Medusa's head in a bag. I mean, it's part of... If you've seen original Clash of the Titans, it's part and parcel of this mm-hmm. whole thing, so... I guess that takes some of the fun away from it for me like, mm-hmm. because this guy's a badass Perseus guy he's gonna
1: but he's not he's just a dude he thinks he it. is
0: but when it comes down to it he gets the job done and he, and he will get the job done whatever the job is tackling a whatever he tackles um, a big scorpion or a There is those the scorpions were kind of cool they were good and unexpected because I don't recall them in what? Clash of the Titans oh right I mean I do recall some of the things from this movie in Clash of the Titans but I don't recall scorpions for some reason I mean they might have been but they, in Clash of the Titans original they probably looked like normal scorpions because they would have been
1: <laughs> on a little tiny set yeah on a
0: little <laughs> tiny set <we laughs> and looked. these
1: were very large and they looked good they, those battles looked good because it reminded me of the opening of the original the original Transformers Transformers 1 oh when yeah the, yeah the metal the
0: one surgy, the what? the metal scorpion under the sun. you mean?
1: when it came up yeah. yeah and it was the same it was daylight and we were talking about like in the daylight and that was really good special effects that was a good one i thought all that was good
0: so yeah i um while i w- wanted to love a clash of the titans movie for me i i love greek mythology and i love clash of the titans it didn't fill the, yeah, the I wanted craving to, completely like
1: i had to get him. put one of the things for me is because i don't grasp the concept of worshiping the gods, right? I don't grasp where this mythology began, who did people really ever worship Zeus and shit like that, or was it all in books? So when you're giving me a movie about it, and you're trying to make it realistic, like, these people really did worship Zeus, and, you know, I, I, that all that part partly in my brain is stopping me from getting into it, because I'm like, I just don't get it. I don't get that the city people are all just laying around half dead because the gods have abandoned them like why aren't they just getting up off their asses and working why don't they grow their own food why don't you know what i mean like i'm like i just don't get there you know and that is my own fault that's my own problem because i don't get the whole, they didn't like there's something like you said missing about the whole humans And i mean they at moments it even reminded me a little bit of like Zena and hercules from tv with it was almost a car- caricature there were parts of yeah, in the city particularly, where yeah, people where are like, seemed, oh, yeah. oh, and they're all like downtrodden and shit. And I'm just like, uh, you know, I'm some not kind park. of... I mean, maybe I want a more grittiness of it and less of a show of it. But I really enjoyed it because I love the, um, like, the adventure of it. Yeah, like, it's geez, a spe- we're going go to go to Hades and yeah, we're going to go across, you know, the River Styx and we're going to... And all these flare. things are
0: represented in the movie. Yeah. The river stakes. Um, that boat. All lair. twisted
1: and weird and yeah. he grows up out of the boat. And those,
0: those guys that I've seen portrayed so many times, whatever those guys are. In the desert? No. Yeah, the ones with the kind of weird... Blue eyes? Yeah, those. Those are actually in several games I've played. They're cool. They're they look cool. exactly like that every time. It's like somebody said, this is what they look like and never <laughs> deviate from them. And they look like that in the movie. Like shamans. Like a... But they said
1: whenever they're in battle and they are injured, they replace their injured parts with driftwood
0: and black magic. They're awesome looking. I love those. Um,
1: I forget what they're called, but they're cool.
0: Yeah. uh, So, yeah, it does follow the... It picks parts of Greek mythology that most people will know and kind of shoves them all together into a thing. Um, And it's... Is the story of Perseus a story from Greek mythology? Yeah, they're all... all, um, I need to look it up. Not identical. I mean... There's lots of stories from Greek mythology, but this is really an amalgamation of everything to try and make it more exciting, I guess. Don't follow it. Don't think this is Greek no, history. No. He like, said,
1: we're not making a no. you know, history movie here. <laughs> no.
0: You know, go and look up the history books for that one. Or, you know, Well, exactly. Go and look up the history books.
1: I guess stuff like Zeus and Hades were brothers. They defeated the Titans. And then Zeus tricked Hades and made him go to the underworld so that Zeus could rule the... You know, the heavens. All and,
0: those are right, real stories. Right, right. Uh, and obviously the river sticks and all that stuff. But this is kind of a... It's, it's not even a retelling. It's just a new thing. Like, yeah. Using elements that are already existing. It's
1: cut and paste.
0: Yeah, really. Like, everybody... <laughs> like, if you're making a story about the Greek...
1: But it's exciting to me. Yeah, that's I, what I'm really... saying. If you're
0: making a story about the Greek gods, you you go, what do we need? we got to have Medusa. What's the we've most got to have... amazing yeah, thing? Yeah, we've it's just have...
1: unfortunate that... that was my biggest letdown of the movie. And only because, I think, in my mind, I wanted this, like... I wanted, like, crazy tendril snakehead thing, and... and she was she good. Looked-
0: I liked her. But and she- I played God of War recently, and Medusa in that.
1: I thought she was better. Yeah. Definitely that Poseidon was better. I loved the Poseidon from the Actually, game.
0: Actually, I was just thinking about that beef I'll mention it in a bit, but I was just thinking... Um, I played the whole God of War trilogy very recently, which is a PlayStation game. If you're not familiar with God of War, that's
1: steeped in Greek. Mythology. I actually think
0: the story and the way that was all handled is better than this movie, just on a, the scale, everything. Like, um, and there's no humor there. No, it is darker than this. <laughs> it's is. very that. I mean, that's
1: what's missing, then, yeah. isn't it? That like some of fundamental darkness of this, the concept. That's where I can't get g- the concept that. Okay, get in your mind. These gods exist. They exist because goose... Goose. goose. <laughs> Zeus created humans.
0: Zeus goosed but put, them all.
1: But the, the condition is you have to believe in me and worship me and pray to me, right? Otherwise, me and my little god friends and children and incestuous family members, because we all know it's all fucked up in that way, are going to do bad things to you. Like, over there, where you are growing your crops, we're going to make it stop raining. And I want to get to the place where that's a... Like, you really believe that's what's happening. That somebody somewhere is stopping the rain. They cover that
0: here in, like... um like a, like a five second, oh, we're, we're fishing. There's no fishing. Yeah. There. That's, what, that's the Sam's whole thing. The gods, and you're like, yeah. oh, wow, that guy hasn't got any fish Yeah, fishing, there's there? no like. That one guy. <laughs> we're,
1: and then the people are all laying around yeah. waiting for the gods to go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think it's my own hang up, right? And so I can erase all that, right? And so when I'm watching it, I'm loving those big grand scenes where you're Coming into where the city is, and it's in that cove kind of a place, and it's awesome. And when the Pegasus are flying, they look good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those were see. That's really another awesome. thing you
0: really shove in a Greek thing. You got to have Pegasus. Yeah, but
1: I mean, luckily they look
0: a black Pegasus, a black even. one,
1: and some. And they're I mean, flying, a black and when they're flying, and then they can kind of touch ground and then take off again. That looked awesome. So I'm in the fantasy thing. I'm totally there, but I get my my brick wall is when I come to the humans believe in these gods. In terms of reality. And I can't quite get there. So that's that was my own hang-up, I think. But it's a huge... The scope of it, to me, is huge. And it's like a real...
0: I would say, like... Um, while I've just said a bunch of negative stuff... <laughs> and a bit of positive. But, overall, it's really fun to watch. I it mean, is fun. It's like... Anybody can watch it. It's inoffensive. It's just—it's
1: not fun like yucking it up, and there's not those one-liners. No, but it's stuff. fun if
0: you like to watch a spectacle going. Yeah, on, like you know, big fights and and
1: try to imagine the scope, like being on a I desert think it's with giant well scorpions. Made in that
0: way, like, like, like I say, there's some bad parts, special effects wise, but it's well made. As in, the pacing's good. I think. Yeah. And it And it. You—it's over before it. It
1: carries you along totally, yeah, but yeah. it felt meaty. I didn't feel like it was. No, too I didn't short, feel like anything.
0: it was a, like a sixty-minute thing or anything. No, it, no, it, it's it, good. Um, I don't know how long it. I think it was like an hour and forty minutes, standardish. But it, the pacing was good because I don't think there was any time where I was kind of like, okay, get get on with it. Yeah, like, no, no, I no. never. That never happened. So. I think Louie is not the uh, sit-around-and-talk kind of guy. No, I mean, this is the guy who made The Transporter, which (laughs) is probably one of the fastest-moving movies you've ever seen. So um, let's get on to the cast of this movie. Uh, We'll put a few of the people down. Sam Worthington as Perseus, most people will know as Avatar Bloke. Jake. Jake Sully. Jake Sully. Jake Sully. Jake
1: Sully.
0: Help us, Jake Sully. Um, I think he did a really good job here, too. Um,
1: He's a little stiff to me, but...
0: It's he's stiff in that way. That when the action you want kicks in,
1: in I'm digging him totally because he's really into it. Yeah. And then we've watched the extras, and he is really into it. So those are the scenes I'm waiting for, especially when he's doing dialogue and running or fighting. That's when he's really good. Well, when you settle him down, it's when you get a little stiffness.
0: I like his stiffness, as in I think he's one of the best people at doing like a rousing speech. You know, like that's like, good. Yeah, you know, like uh, in Gladiator, like uh, Russell Crowe does the like the big rousing speech I think this guy and he does one in he, in this movie it's really good like um, it's just he has a vibe about him that's like he's intense yeah intense yeah even though I don't know if he is he always seems like he's having a laugh on the <laughs> yeah. set doesn't he when you see him uh, Liam Neeson is Zeus um, he's in this crazy he's Liam Neeson b- it's Liam Neeson in yeah, this- I'd like
1: to talk to the costume designer but then I think it goes back to Mr. Director Man I think the whole world of where the gods are and this lends to seeing Liam Neeson in a big gold weird suit of armor or some shit with the big long weird beard and I don't know that took me out completely I was like this is so cheesy and then we get back to Earth you know, when it looks really awesome they're you know in what's really funny, places
0: that set that the gods are in with the map and the um, that's exactly the same in God of War they use the same.
1: I guess that's part of mythology then that, that they kept their own little scaled model of Earth. Yeah,
0: exactly. Of the world, it's but the it looked so. Um, I did say to you, we reviewed Flash Garden a couple of weeks yeah. ago, and that actual set does have the vibe of Flash. It Garden. does.
1: It's the cheapest looking thing, and it's it really, is. really sad. And then that weird glowy thing. I understand they're gods, but if you're seeing that these gods exist, they're not ethereal or anything. They're standing up there somewhere. Like might, might they're kind of big, about ten feet tall, and well, we only know that from one of the deleted scenes, but they, yeah. you know, um, I'm glad just that deleted scene unfortunate, wasn't. Unfortunate, unless you can, you can always fall back and say, "Oh, this is homage to the old movies," but it isn't. I, think, yeah. I wanted it to be more, and also wanted it to be more like you know, they're really um, what are gods? They're very indulgent, aren't they, in all kinds of ways. But there's none of that. They're just standing around like the Jedi circle of people in the, in the Star that's Wars, their, you
0: know? I guess that's the battle room. room or whatever. The their um
1: War room war
0: room as in like you know, and then when you go behind the thing behind the scenes there's a room full of prostitutes and uh Grapes. We
1: didn't see that though. Uh, That's what I want to see. I want to see the decadence and the like, the darkness of it. But they keep repeating. I always think of grapes. Zeus, because they say peel me a grape. You know, (laughs) but they keep saying Zeus loves humans so much that's why he's not mean enough to um or whatever. But then Zeus screws all kinds of people, including, like, I think a couple of daughters, maybe, or a mother. I don't know. I don't know the story, but it all, this kind of whitewashed it all. And that made it cartoony, which I didn't like. But then I just kind of thought, okay, this is a movie and they're having a good time. And let's get back to the guy down on Earth battling stuff,
0: (laughs) you know? And then you've got Ralph Fiennes as Hades. He was good. Yeah, a good companion to Liam Neeson there, I thought. Um, Except as Hades, I wanted him to do some evil shit. But yeah, I don't think he was as bad as he could have been. No. I mean, again... But got, he was really God of War does Hades better. Um, you saw... Probably like going saw, cut
1: loose and... I guess you're right. And this one's PG-13. Because there's no sex. There's no there's blood. No gore, there's really no, no... The only blood is some scorpion goo, but... Yeah. So you can't make it... I guess that's what I want. I want a Greek mythological story... God guts.
0: God of War, you one, then.
1: It is really because I watched you play a lot of that. Really it, good. It really sucks
0: you in I mean, too. So, like yeah, that the story of that is better than this. I mean, mm. they use all the trappings. They we've got to have a Pegasus. We've got to have a Medusa. We've got to have, and they do it right. I mean, and Pandora's box and all. All they God of War trilogy literally uses everything.
1: And did you see? Were, were the gods. Did you see them and interact with them? Yeah, exactly
0: like that, where they're in that room. Right. You remember the beginning of God of War 3, where the uh, titans are climbing up, and then it zooms up to the top, and all the gods are just watching, stood on the edge. Exactly the same portrayal as they are in here, but just better. It's like. That is more epic than this.
1: It is. More epic.
0: Yeah. I mean. And more
1: gritty. I think as an adult, you just want a little more. If they had gone total camp, like a Flash Gordon. Yeah. Then it would have been like, that's
0: awesome, because it's just yeah. crazy
1: and weird and fantastic. Nobody's ever going to do but that But it's a anymore, little bit split.
0: Nobody's ever going to do There's a Flash probably Garden. probably
1: some movies we... Oh, yeah. <laughs> not <laughs> well, it. Hopefully they won't What I mean is it. Flash
0: Garden is awesome, just because it's so... <laughs> it's camp, it's cheap looking, it's... That's what's good about it. It's, Somebody will
1: remake it, you know they will.
0: It doesn't need it. But I mean, no, I don't mean Flash Garden. I mean, nobody's ever going to make a movie that's so...
1: Superman 1 was like that. It really was. Lex yeah, Luthor it was, but that's and...
0: still not... I mean, now it's yeah. not about... Nobody ever... I can't think of anything where somebody's just completely gone, let's ham it up with this movie and make it really... Because when they
1: want to make it cheap, they still try to make it look not cheap. But yeah. we want... You, you're you saying you want something that looks...
0: Just... Just... Like... Because Garden. we watched it a couple of weeks ago. It... Like Sid and Marty Croft looking shit from TV days. I feel like it stands up, though. I, I mean, just because you go into it, you know what it's going to be, and then it's fun, and...
1: But if you're twenty years old and you've never seen it and it's twenty ten, do you know what it's gonna be? And do you watch it and go, God, what a pile of shit
0: <laughs> Or do you just go, This is freaking awesome. I've never seen it. Yeah, I've never like- see anything
1: like this, Because, yeah. Yeah. like I can watch a silent movie, Charlie Chaplin from nineteen eighteen and I'd be like, That's awesome. Yeah, that some looks of that so stuff awesome. It is
0: awesome when you watch it, like Harold Lloyd and stuff and you watch it and you think nobody's ever gonna do that anymore like unless they do like an homage to it. But you're never gonna see that. It's a lost thing. So, um so maybe
1: that's it it doesn't hit that mark and it doesn't hit the grip mark so it's kind of Middle-ish. floating in between like there. a
0: PG th- but it's totally PG.
1: I would watch I will watch it again I think that it's uh...
0: it's definitely fun it fits the summer movie yeah, totally. category go in I was going to say turn your brain off but no don't turn no. your brain off fully because there are there is some maybe it'll get you interested in Greek mythology off- and you'll me, go home and yeah, be interested in
1: it totally turn off your picky movie brain yeah yeah but keep your brain brain on and think about it and have it's it's not a I wouldn't say it's a raucous good time, but it's it's a fun ride.
0: Yeah. Uh we've Just got, for the
1: Pegasus alone, man.
0: We've got Gemma Atherton as uh low, who we just explained. What is just... she?
1: Well oh, she was a chick who turned down a god in the past and now she's been given uh agelessness. Yeah. And I guess that means she's not immortal, but I mean she's She'll never age. And so she's been following Perseus around his whole life, protecting him, trying to get him... Do you think her goal is to bring down the gods? Because I wasn't 100% clear. But she's kind of like backing him. Yeah, it's not
0: really clear, but... But she's
1: lovely. I love watching her. She's
0: a... If you've seen Quantum of Solace, she's Strawberry Fields from Quantum of Solace. She's been another British... uh, I was looking British.
1: Better than one I said, too. Pirate Radio.
0: Pirate Radio, yeah. Um, Yeah, she is. She's she's, a... she has that very like. or the boat that rocked or whatever it's called in the I was going to say she's better than Angelina Jolie is in Alexander
1: oh god <laughs> I don't think that's a compliment I'm sorry this movie's
0: probably better than Alexander come to think of it this movie
1: Oh, totally. Because just, it's engaging and it's fun and... I'm not
0: saying Alexander was bad because that director's cut we saw of Alexander... Yeah,
1: much better. It was much better and that's... It took uh, out a lot of the narrative and all that
0: bullshit. And... and but Angelina Jolie sucked. Yeah, she, she was... And I like her and she was really... I, and like, I
1: always say she sucked, right? Because I'm not really a fan, but I'm a fan very particularly. There are certain things she's ever done that I'm totally in love with and then I just think... That is embarrassing. I would be embarrassed... If I were to sit down with some people and be like, oh, let's watch one of your movies. I've never seen Alexander. I wouldn't pick that if I were her because...
0: I don't even know if it was her problem.
1: Yeah, she had that horrible accent that didn't fit at all. Hmm. And she was just a little too... I don't know. Maybe if I watch it... I've seen it two two times now, but still.
0: Yeah, if you do watch Alexander and it isn't one of Oliver Stone's best movies... I would still say watch it, though, but I would watch the director's cut. It's longer And it's just better put together. The original theatrical cut version Hmm. is kind of really choppy.
1: You feel like... But it feels filled in. What happened there? Yeah, and and this one's
0: filled in fully. It's like another hour. It's like a four-hour movie. And I think it's definitely the better version of it.
1: Um, I think that... Yeah. I like those stories about history. I know they're movies about historic things. But we'll get to my recommendation later. And
0: then finally down here we've got Alexa... Davalos as Andromeda um, and she's the lady who I, I was like the who the hell is that lady I know who she is and she was from
1: Andromeda what? I don't know maybe she was the one from Pirate Radio
0: no she's the one with this and you said and I said I knew her all the way through and then you said oh yeah you know the oh, reason yeah. you know Shit. her is she was from that movie and
1: she's you said prim- her eyes oh god oh uh, Riddick
0: yeah Chronicles of Chronicles Riddick Chronicles of she's the young one um, Defiance Correct. Yeah. So, uh, a Jewish lady and there are other people in this movie. We just put a few people yeah, down. Hey, you forgot
1: the train spotting guy?
0: Not train spotting. This guy from Lockstock oh, and Smoking Battles. He's got a bunch he's of, good. Makeup he's on. one of the best Jason characters. Fleming,
1: right? He's one of the best characters because he was a king. His wife is the one that Zeus screwed and made, yeah. what's his face, right? But he wigged out because obviously his wife, uh, Zeus tricked the wife or whatever and the king guy flipped out and then he got like and then he's all fried and stuff he looks good and he really has good, good makeup
0: yeah, yeah. Um, Pete, Pete Postlethwaite is in it for the shortest of time at the beginning famous British actor um, he is the father of Postlethwaite Percy. oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. But he's not in it very long he's very
1: distinctive yeah. but I never know his name but I'm is he
0: in Harry Potter probably is right I
1: don't
0: know are they all in Harry I Potter I think anybody is British <laughs>
1: this has <laughs> and then the dudes who were with them they were all good we yeah. didn't put any of those down. The no. four dudes that just were just because with
0: them. I didn't look to the thing and did not. Nobody kind of. So mm. yes, there are some people who. I can honestly say I've never seen those people before either.
1: Oh, I've seen like the young guy who's like super Adonis-looking, cute or super like, kind of like from, um, Troy. You know the young who's the young guy, that kind of look about him. You know, like youthful warrior, sexy, Troy androgynous a bit. Brad Pitt. Not Troy, yeah, but not Troy, the the young lover Oh, guy. I know which one you mean. Yeah, yeah you know what I'm yeah, talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. He's famous, but he is, that kind of a look. a singer, actually. Androgynous guy. thing. Yeah. But, um, and then the dude who, whoever was in the thing with the blue eyes, that probably could that could have been a famous person, too, but...
0: So this movie's directed by Louis Louis, Louis, Louis Leterrier, who is a friend of uh, Luc Besson. Um, he's French. He is French. Uh, he's made movies with Luc Besson, including The Transporter, The Transporter 2, Unleashed, a.k.a. Danny the Dog, depending on which version Unleashed you saw. Unleashed is really good. And he also made the good Incredible Hulk, the one with Edward oh, Norton, right. not the other one. He directed that? Yes. Um, so, yeah, he's... he's you know, I, I really like the Transporter movies. I do too. I've still not seen the third one, but it wasn't directed by him, and mm. I heard that it kind of lost its...
1: Nothing compares to the first one when he threw that chick. That's no, my, I like that's the my, second one a That's lot, my
0: hook. I like the chick in the second one. I think she's pretty I like
1: badass. origin stories the best and the first one's always the best. You introduce him to, you, you don't know what he's really up to and you see his little private life and you see it get shattered and I like that story.
0: I actually think Danny the Dog is a better movie than the Transporter movies though. I think it's a really, it's kind of touching and action packed and it's for me, Danny the Dog. It's got a
1: bit of darkness. I and like and that.
0: Danny the Dog's another Luc Besson produced kind of deal, and another Luc Besson produced kind of deal that I love is Leon. And Danny the Dog's the closest to Leon of the Luc Besson films that I I just felt that vibe. It's got a cuteness. I know it's a. It it's got a little
1: sweetness. Sweetness to it, with the to daughter it. and the father. Yeah, exactly,
0: and it, it is. It, it's touching, like. But it's gritty. Yeah, and, and, you know, Danny the dog guy is Jet Li, and... And it's stylized a bit. He's been incarcerated, basically, by this London mobster. It's a really good story. I I liked it. Um, So, yeah, we should have recommended those while we're on there. So, yeah, Louis Leterrier, I (laughs) believe, he's got very... It's kinetic, his style, I would say. Very, like... Dynamic. It really is. Like, his (laughs) camera work... uh, And in this movie, especially... Well, this movie uses a lot of CG, so it's different... But if you do go back and watch The Transporter, it's all about movement and the camera's in weird places and he slides along the floor and, you know, it's. Yeah. He's a good action. You know, if you want good action, he's a good action guy. And I, <laughs> I, what I really love is uh, that. I know this movie doesn't have it, but his movies have that European flavour to them, even though.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, it's. Well, he's French.
0: Exactly, but even <laughs> though, the, like, something like The Transporter's made for, like, a Hollywood movie, it just still feels like slightly different to what you normally see um, so Blu-ray extras on this movie um, it's a two disc uh, Blu-ray DVD digital copy Um it does have quite a lot of extras and pretty good ones at yeah. that it has a Warner Brothers new um, trademark maximum movie mode I like mode.
1: directors who like to talk yeah and he seems to like to talk about it so this it. has
0: the maximum movie mode which is the same as the Kevin Smith maximum comedy mode but not a comedy version um where you watch the movie again and it uses split screen and um this isn't the same as the Kevin Smith one where the, the director walks on or anything it's more of a here's some documentaries
1: interviews and, and stuff and then they're talking over the movie and,
0: and pop up da- uh, trivia and focus points where you can click the enter button and watch little segment like featurettes um so yeah, Maximum Movie Mode. It's one of my favorite... I always say it when we see it on these Warner Brothers. It's the only really good use I've seen of Blu-ray technology so far. For as far And as when activity. you
1: do enjoy the movie, like that's one of those that I would sit through, listen to everything they have to say, find out everything about all the scenes they did. Like, finding out that he did all of his own... Or I, they didn't say all of his own stunts, no. but it looked like there was a fair... I mean, the ones that you picture from the movie, he's doing it. He's the one being dropped on the wire and thrown into the wall and you know, all that kind of comes up out of the goo, all that himself. That actually made me want to watch again because, you know, we've watched every Bond movie and we call it Bond friend when you... It's so obvious that it's, bad, it's, it's
0: bad in Bond movies. Yeah, it's very really bad. bad and yeah. you want...
1: You know, I like Unborn movies where he does a lot of his own. Even Tom Cruise does a lot of his own. Not all of it, but... I like knowing that, so when I watch it again, I'm just a little bit more in the, oh, movie-making mode of a big, big, crazy um, production kind of... I don't know. It's one of those. Not every movie does that for me, but that I would like to watch again with the extras.
0: So, yeah, this maximum movie mode pretty much covers... It's it's like like an audio commentary, but not, because it's like lots of... It, the movie's are always showing. And yeah. what I really liked about this was they moved the movie around and, if it was in the way. I didn't like that. See, I like that. because I don't
1: like all that moving around shit. A lot shit. of the time
0: it's in the way for me. Like what the, I mean
1: is put everything where you're going to put it and leave it. I don't like all that shuffling around shit.
0: But it, it's pretty well produced. and uh, But it's not the maximum movie mode that you might be used to where the director walks on at the beginning and has two screens and talks. It is not that.
1: That's good though. I like that they all yeah. do it their own way.
0: Um so then there's a bunch of focus points which are included in the maximum movie mode but you can watch them all separately and they're just like small featurettes on different things such as like how the Kraken was created, um, how the... Oh, some extended scenes which we actually... What, there's deleted scenes as well as... Oh, is that all scenes.
1: incorporated?
0: It, the deleted scenes you watch separately.
1: Sam Worthington as actually... There's quite a few
0: one. deleted scenes in this movie. None of them I was mega... No, they except didn't.
1: for the one where he's like this and they're like that. that was kind well, and then there's an
0: alternate ending, which um, Perseus confronts Zeus on Mount Olympus, which sounds really like it would be really cool, but I didn't dig it at all, really. I, it's an alternate ending for a reason, and it's not the best ending. Yeah,
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> um, and then there's uh, Sam Worthington, an action hero for the ages, which is like a little featurette about Sam Worthington. Doing his own how stunts. How he does all his own stunts and how he's... Wants to, he, he's inspired by movies like Born, where. When uh, he said,
1: "I grew up watching those movies," yeah, I'm well, like, did. "The movies were like,
0: <laughs> that wasn't when you were a kid." Sam was Sam Worthington's it? probably what twenty-one, maybe. Oh no,
1: he's got to be older than that.
0: Do you think? I feel like he's pretty young. That's no,
1: funny. he's probably
0: older than twenty-one. I mean, 25. Born. When
1: was the first Born made? Nine, late '90s, right? Or two thousand? Two thousands, even.
0: I think, beginning.
1: Right, that's ten years ago. Right. <laughs> unless he's like 27 you know I guess I don't know it just sounded really funny but like, he's about 25 isn't he It's not I say I grew up watching the Wizard of Oz I really did and I grew up watching Star Wars <laughs> exactly
0: um so yeah um while that didn't sound like I was mentioning a lot of extras it actually is quite mm-hmm. a lot of extras it's at least three hours worth of stuff I would say altogether. um very good uh, picture quality and sound quality. Uh, sound sound like to you me, said, except the voices. W- yeah, but in the overall mix of the special effects, let me say, uh, this, it makes the special some of the bad special effects a bit better because the sounds up to par. Um, and it has a really nice score. I didn't know who the score was mm. by, and the score was um, by somebody I'd not heard of, but <clears throat> they'd done a lot of other Hollywood. It does It's a real grand score, isn't it? Straight mm-hmm. from the very opening scene. Um, so that is Clash of the Titans. Thank you to our friends of Warner Brothers. I say it's a it's a rental for me, mm. but uh, it's a.
1: I agree, except it's that on I the edge of
0: a buy because it's like you like you said it could watch it again. Yeah, and it is a fun movie. It's just there's just something missing for me slightly, and I can't say.
1: I think you're too old. You grew out of it.
0: <laughs> no, because it's. Exactly the kind of thing I like to see But like I said The video game God of War Did it better For me And I, I know that wasn't So maybe
1: it's based On your expectations Because that's my With me with Medusa It was my own mind And she didn't Unfortunately You know Like Shock and awe me
0: Hmm So uh, why are you Why are you on this one I
1: say Definitely rent. See it Rent it uh, And definitely good definitely Definitely
0: on, on Blu-ray because, because those kind of features What are on get that Get a big disc. bowl
1: of popcorn
0: With beverage of your choice sit
1: back and just have
0: a. and the features are exclusive to Blu-ray the maximum movie mode obviously that cannot be done on DVD so if you want the full
1: yeah, don't um, watch it on your phone
0: yeah don't watch (laughs) it on your phone watch (laughs) it on a big screen and turn the sound right up it's one of those movies Um, alright so thanks to Warner Brothers and I want to say we've got some contests com, go and have a look there you can win some DVDs next week's uh, review will be James and the Giant Peach on Blu-ray the special edition which is uh, Timber and slash, the guided Coraline. Coraline. Forget his name. Those two guys. Um, stop motion animation. I believe I have not seen it. I know the story because I read the book as a kid. But uh, and you. I have seen it, but never in high definition. And I loved it. Yeah, and it is a. I'm sure because I love Coraline and I love Nightmare Before Christmas. Anything like that, I love. So I am um, excited to see it.
1: That's a good question. That's a good thing to point out. The other day, our nephew Austin said to me, "Name some movies that are animated but aren't Pixar that are good." And I was like, um, "Fantastic Mr. Fox." But I was like, um, um... and everyone I thought of was a Pixar movie, so I just didn't. They didn't come up from the trudges Fantastic, of Fantastic Mr. Fox, that was really awesome. Nightmare
0: Before Christmas.
1: But I'm not sure if he considers those animation.
0: They absolutely are. know them. what I'm
1: saying is, he's 13. Right. He'll think of those as a separate category from the CGI animation that he's talking about. I go, Oh, The Incredibles. And he goes, That was Pixar. <laughs> Bolt. I said Bolt, because it's, you know, and he was like, Oh, yeah, I've seen that one. I said, That one's really good, but.
0: Meet the Robinsons. Was that Pixar? No, it wasn't. That is a good one. You're mm. right. Yeah, there are some, obviously. The reason is
1: because we were going in to see another movie the other day and Despicable Me was on and uh, he was saying, would it be good if it's not Pixar? And I'm like... Of course it would. Yeah?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've got the other... the other, you got Shrek from Dreams, DreamWorks side. You know. A true Shrek! Yeah, yeah. I never thought of that. Um, all that. Alright, so uh, that'll be next week's review. Movie recommendations for this week. I want to recommend the original Clash of the Titans which just came out on Blu-ray recently. So if you want to see... It's crappy special effects in high-definition glory. They're not crappy.
1: They are of the times, and you're. that's not fair. I don't like it when you, or anybody does I
0: thought they were crappy when I watched it in the day. <laughs> I always used to think, those skeletons, they just look terrible. Like, But I like this story, you know, so.
1: But it wasn't because they couldn't make it look I, I, different. That's they
0: the point. They them. never fought any skeletons, did they? The Army of the Dead. They didn't fight. That was Jason and the Argonauts. Um, they were in Clash of the Titans, too, up, up that mountain. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was some in Clash of the Titans. I think you're
1: melting them together like I did last week with Watchmen and Fantastic Four. With the big blue guy.
0: <laughs> yeah, that big blue guy was from Watchmen.
1: And the skeletons I, Anyway, my him.
0: second movie review would be... Uh, not a movie. Um, a trilogy of games. PlayStation 3 exclusives. God of War series. I really think they told a good story. Now there's story. sex.
1: And there's violence. And there's moaning and groaning. And sex. And sex. So it's not like get your ten They're an adult.
0: They're an adult take on right. Greek mythology. with with a a whole new character but it's a really good take on Greek mythology and they really throughout the three games they tackle everything in Greek mythology not just selected pieces there's pretty uh, towards the end of the game towards the end of the third game there's very little left untouched like I think they were struggling for people to use (laughs) because they were like oh crap we did everybody so yeah God of War Trilogy
1: and my recommendations are uh, I'm gonna go a little old school TV on this, old school as in the 90s, and say Xena, Warrior Princess. Rent it, get it, it's on watch it on TV. Div- it's on Netflix because you get, and you could do Hercules too, but I just always preferred Xena. You will get the campy, funny take on the gods and the humans and all that kind of stuff, and it's, it's joyous to me. Because I know it's just You should start
0: watching it on Netflix.
1: I've seen them all. I've watched oh. them all through once before but um There's eight seasons of them. And on my that. other one is um I think we would say any of those movies you were talking about before. Uh the Unleashed oh, and, yeah, yeah. you know, those. But Transport, my Transport other 2 recommendation Unleashed. isn't a movie or anything. It's just recently I'm on this thing of like I realized through my life I've never learned things about human history like I was always boring and I didn't want to take the time and now I just think wow wouldn't it be nice to understand all these references so I say learn a little bit of history pick a thing that you don't know about and go read up on it don't just go to Wikipedia I mean actually look into it and be like oh holy shit that is where the Greek got because I was just looking I don't even know where Greek mythology comes from I mean, I don't know. Did somebody sit down and write it down? Is it? And then you look up and you're like, oh, it's just patched together poems and stories and artwork on vases and stuff. And then they pieceworked all these things together to make like tales of caution for people. But who did? That's Why my the question. Bible? How do you?
0: That's <laughs> another story.
1: But that's the same kind of thing. Like, where does it really come from? Like, we all know about it. We've all heard about it. We're watching movies about it. We know what Medusa is. We've heard of Hades and shit like that. And everybody refers to it, and intellectual snobs like to make weird references to Greek and Roman literature and stuff. But do you really know anything about it? And I'm not saying memorize it all, just, you know, read up a little bit. You'd be amazed at what you, like, it'll crack open... A lot of There's definitely for good
0: stories to be had in Greek yeah. mythology, and it is mythology. And I'm
1: more interested in it's like the connection. Did people in their household, when they're cooking supper and you know teaching their kids how to behave, was it really like they had altars to these gods and they were constantly saying like, you thank Zeus for your food, and did, was that real or was it all just like um, propaganda or something? I don't know. I just would be curious. So that's my recommendation. Look into something. Any pick anything doesn't matter what it is. Cavemen. History of the Earth, whatever. Just pick some history and learn a little bit about it.
0: Good recommendation. Okay, games and educational mm-hmm. stuff for this week. It's been mainly this week for me a StarCraft two week. I mentioned StarCraft two last week, and I said to you, lots of people have been waiting twelve years for this game. It's been twelve years since StarCraft came out. The sequel. In fact, the, the intro to the gate to StarCraft two, it shows you um, the guy coming out of the prison cell. And then he says, "It's about time." So they even make fun of like how long this game has been in production. Twelve years is crazy. Um, but anyway, StarCraft Two. I said last week that I probably don't have that much interest in it. Um, I've never really, you did. never really been an RTS fan. So there'll be a lot of people looking forward to it, but not me. But on like Tuesday afternoon, when I started hearing like good things about StarCraft Two flood- flooding in over the internet, I was like. No, oh, maybe there's something... It was getting 97% on Metacritic, and it was really high um, scores all across the board. Everybody was giving it a 9 or a 10 out of 10. I was like, there's something in StarCraft 2. There must be, for so many people, immediately to say this is a really good game. Now, I'm not an RTS fan. I have played Command & Conquer. Um, RTS is real-time strategy. It's where you, you're kind of like God, right? Like, all the commander of an army, and you point at units to... Tell them to do stuff, and you build on a map. Kind of thing. On a map, it's kind of, it's not as nerdy as that. It's not like a war game, but it is. It's like an animated war game. It's relatively. I'm thinking it's very nerdy. It's not like risk.
1: No, it is because when you're listening or observing, that is what it is. You just got little things thrown at you to make it a little more. I've actually
0: learned a lot of things now. What I've learned about StarCraft Two this week, and I've got to say, Blizzard, uh, who makes StarCraft Two and Warcraft and World of Warcraft they have the best production values of any games I've ever seen I mean it's like they've got an unlimited well of money and talent to draw upon and everything that comes up on the screen is like holy crap that loading screen is like better than some games I've seen (laughs) do you know what I'm saying They, they the interface everything is polished to you can tell it's like a a lot of talent has gone into it it's no no different here everything's really slick um the story mode takes RTSs, like, it in a different direction. How RTSs normally work, and Command and & Conquer's the big, like, um, one that most people know, is you see a cutscene, which is a full-motion video of, like, here's the story. And then you go and do the pointing at the map thing. And then there's a more full-motion video to tell you what happened, you know, like, to link them together. Now, with this... They've developed a full 3D engine that fits in between the stories where you're on your spaceship and it's like Mass Effect. You walk up to people, you talk to them. There's full cutscenes that play out with voice acting. It's like beautiful. It's not like a shitty video that's the same every single time you watch it. It's like, I can go and speak to this guy. I can find out a secret. I can turn the TV on and watch the news. I can listen to some music on the jukebox. It's all hmm. very different. It makes the RTS feel like when I've finished a mission and you know they're quite stressful they take about an hour sometimes you get back to your ship and it's like you can chill out like you can talk to that guy just sit by listen to what he has to say and what's coming up and there's a new there's a While
1: all the time it's building in you to go do another mission to go and mission. do the next one but it's
0: like a really good perfect breather in between Because you get the story unfolds a little bit, but it doesn't feel like you're just watching a movie and there's the next mission. It's like you can stay in this environment for an hour if you want and just click on things. These little Easter eggs hidden around. You watch these news reports and they're kind of funny. Like it's like all the news in this world is like kind of censored because of propaganda and all this stuff. So like there's these news reports with bleeps, so many bleeps in them. Mm-hmm. It, ha- it shouldn't even be a news report. it's like and here's our reporter on the scene and the reporter's like beep 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 mm-hmm. beep, beep, beep beep and like, then they go thank you uh, Elena and, you- and you're like what What was she even talking so you about you can
1: feel the oppression yeah them.
0: oppression right. it-, it really feels like a real world that you're interacting with because I think the problem with RTS games is because you're looking at them overhead and it just looks like a map like you said mm-hmm. they can be very uninvolving especially for a spectator and this adds a real
1: so when you go back to that mode doesn't don't you feel like you're coming out of the world and onto this map thing again? Well,
0: or? no, because the your guy, Jim Rayner, is the hero of the piece he is on the battlefield, so when it's not like you're playing as Jim Rayner as in you're the guy in the spaceship telling everybody what to do. You're a unit down there that you have to protect he has to live you know he's he's often there in the battle. When you point at him, he says, and you can see his little portrait. Right, but I'm
1: saying that you're all of a sudden you're just looking down at a map full of stuff. Yeah, doesn't that take you out of the like the you no? Know, um... Because
0: it's kind of faithful to what is in this 3D part of it. Okay, you, like when they show you a computer screen in the three in the world where you're talking to right. Everybody. So they
1: explain why you're looking at it from that perspective. Yeah, you okay. can
0: see that there's a general who controls the. Okay, I, you know, okay. so so it fits. So StarCraft Two, I. Interestingly enough, I, because I didn't order it, or pre-order it, and I couldn't be asked going to go and buy it from Best Buy or whatever, it was about 11 o'clock at night one night, I decided to get it. You can go to blizzard.com and buy it digitally. Nice. You just go... The unfortunate thing is it's no cheaper, which <laughs> boggles my mind because I didn't need a DVD or a case or a box.
1: And I didn't have to pay for gas to get to the shop and get put on a no, shelf? No, so it's fifty nine
0: ninety nine, which is high for a PC game anyway. Now the quality of this game—it's worth fifty nine ninety nine to me. In fact, the game is so deep, and if you like this kind of game, you could be playing this for the next ten years. I'm serious. It's like, it's like the and they'll keep adding. Yeah, this, this, this. The funny thing is, this isn't the whole game. This is a third of the game. It's the there's three different races in the game. There's like the Terran, the Zerg, and the Protoss, which are the three different races. This is the Terrans campaign. Now, it's a huge campaign. It, they can say it takes 50 hours to do the single player. But there's two other campaigns that are part of this story that are going to be released as expansion packs down the line. They save for $40 each. Holy shit. Well, I mean, they're, full, they're also 50-hour games.
1: Yeah, but then this isn't a third of the game. This is a game, and then that'll be a
0: game. Yeah, that'll three, be a game. but it fits together. It's a three-piece game. So then,
1: ultimately, the game's going to cost you $200.
0: <laughs> well... Hundred and something, but you're
1: like, saying they deserve it because they yeah,
0: quality. Yeah, it's absolutely high quality. Um, things I learned this week is I suck at RTS games online, um, but there's so much to learn, and I got better after each game. Um, it's like chess, but chess is if you think if you think about chess and you think about an RTS such as StarCraft, it's exactly like chess, but about five. 100 times more complicated chess is very simple compared. is it
1: like uh, tower defense but you're both you're defending your side and you're attacking someone else who's building up their defenses at yes. the same time so now, it's like combination and
0: where, where I bring the chess um, or it's like
1: plants versus zombies
0: well where well no <laughs> it's very simple but where I bring the chess uh, into it um, it's not just like I'll build some stuff and then go and attack the other guy it's like what's the other guy doing oh he's building tanks the best thing against tanks is this other thing that I've got oh crap though I've been building marines they're really bad against tanks oh my god I better switch my finger all the time it's like like chess you know like when you're playing chess and you're like oh I can't get I can't take him with my bishop because he only moves diagonally this is it's got the complexity to it whereas like you're making tanks you're thinking I'm going to go and blast him with tanks I'm going to I'm gonna get fifty tanks and then I'm gonna take him over. You get fifty tanks, you think, Okay, I know where he is, I'm going over to kill him. You go over and he's got like planes that will kill tanks in one and you're like, crap, tanks was a bad choice. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? Like so it's it's like I could see this strategy. I play So why
1: not then always just pick the badass thing and win every time?
0: Because that's you have to save up enough resources to buy a badass thing, which takes time. Which another player so could... You have to
1: hold off their... Yeah, because
0: right. there are players, and this was a player I played with online, which was amazing to me, because I was like, holy crap, he killed me in about, I'd say about three minutes. I was... I started my game, I started harvesting stuff, and I was like, in a bit, I'm going to get some soldiers together, and then I'll defend my base, get it all set up. Usually it takes about 20 minutes at the beginning of the game to get everything flowing and all my characters. Or three. <laughs> and then I'm, I'm doing it, and I'm like, okay, this is all going well, I'm doing it, I've got everything going, my guys are harvesting, here's some soldiers I'm getting, like I'm starting to train soldiers, I've got about ten of them, that should be okay, I'll be safe for a minute. I uh, see something in the corner of uh, my screen, and I'm like, what is that? And I look, and um, he's built half of his base right next to mine. (laughs) And I'm like, how, how, can, can you even do that? But he's... Brought his mobile base, right? Basically planted it like where I wouldn't see it, like but like within inches of mine. And then I scrolled the map down a little bit, and I'm like, "Holy crap!" His whole force is in my base immediately, <laughs> and my my guys I'd sent off to do some exploring. I had nobody, and he just poof, like took me, you know. So there's so but many. Then you learned that. I learned that don't do that and keep an eye on the keep an eye on the <sighs> vicinity of your base because generally Can how the map cheat? is. No, well, generally how the map is, is, like, you'll start off on one side and he'll start off on the other. But this guy had decided... I know he's on the other, so I'm going down there. So he just took his whole base across the map, which now I'm ready for. But when it happened to me, I was like, I just felt stupid. But
1: then if everybody knows that and everybody does it, then what's the point?
0: Not everybody does it. That's the thing. But everyone will learn that. No, everybody seems to play completely different. I played, like, about eight games and I've never had the same thing. Uh, Some people... Do what I do. What I was doing, just try and like get a massive army, and then eventually send the army to out to war. Some people just go, while that guy's while that guy is getting a massive army, because it takes him a while to get a massive army. I'll just make three of the most powerful units I can and go and kill him before he's got anything. Yeah, yeah. You know, so there's very different strategies. It's really. Do you fun. like
1: the long, the long boil? The I slow seem to boil. be. The,
0: yeah, I like to. Mass, like <laughs> we like five hundred dudes in a big posse <laughs> and then just go way and like kill them. But I I, I seem to <laughs> be on the you turn around and use at your back door with, with like two a, guys with a, just a l- rocket launcher. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's it's fun. The multiplayer, especially, is the deep part because it's it's got these ladders. It's called ladders. What I advise you to do if you play got this game and you've never played it online is to go to the ladders part go to one versus one in the uh, multiplayer and what it does is it makes you play five games it matches you against five like different opponents Um, and they could be anybody they could be professional players for all you know but it matches you against five players and then it sees how you did after the five matches and then it puts you where your skill level is because it sees what you did and then puts you and then, from then on, you should be playing people around your level, so don't get discouraged with them first five matches you're probably going to lose all of them. I won one of them, but only because the guy quit. I don't know <laughs> if he quit because his connection quit, or he just got fed up right I don't know, or he was just scared of me I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> that's your that's your preferred choice, right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm saying if you're not an RTS player, you're probably going to lose all five. But then at least you will end up with other people who lost all five, roughly the same skill as you. So um, don't be scared of those first five games. They are pretty intimidating because um, nobody likes to lose five times on a trot because you no. just you just feel like you're terrible at it. Um, I don't generally buy strategy guides for games but I've ordered the strategy guide for this um, game um, from Amazon
1: you're just pouring money into Blizzard's pocket
0: y- yeah well I've, I've uh, ordered the. it's a hardback 400 page strategy guide it's 18.99, which I didn't think was so bad um, I, I think that I could learn a lot from that and it is the kind of game you need to learn
1: you'll be reading that on the toilet won't you
0: Totally, I'll be reading that. I'll get, I'll read the whole 400 pages. I haven't. know you
1: will. You love manuals. So that's and
0: stuff. Um, StarCraft II. I You're highly kind of
1: like a nerd in disguise. Do you know that?
0: I'm not in disguise. I'm just a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I highly recommend StarCraft II, though. I mean, asked you have to like that kind of yeah, game. Yeah, not me. Well, no, you don't have to like that kind of game because I don't generally like that kind of game. But the Blizzard do something to their games. It's like, there's such a level of polish and the story is excellent. Let me just ask you
1: this. Talking about it makes you want to go play it, doesn't
0: it? Yeah, I've played it. (laughs) Like, while I go in there to finish dinner, you're going to probably What I've been doing as well is um, the story. Like I say, it can last you 50 hours. They're pretty long, the games. I played one the other night and it was like an hour and 20 minutes, the one with the day and night cycle that I told you about. Um, I've been playing one mission a day in the story because you know me, I don't like to use it all up. Use it all. I find like a lot of people just buy a game and finish it in a day. I don't like to do that. I like to, it to last a month or maybe longer. Like I'm still not done with Red Dead Redemption, but I'll oh, go. really? I go in wow. and play a mission. There's a lot of missions. That's a hundred hour game. I go in, I'll do a mission and then I'm more of that. Like I, I don't want it to end. And when it does end, it's kind of done, isn't it? Yep. It's like Grand Theft Auto, I never want it to end. So I'm the same with anything. And Starcraft, I'm doing a mission a day, so. As I see it, that'll last me more than a month, you know. So, um, Starcraft 2. Second game I've been playing this week, on the online tip, while I was talking about downloading stuff, is um, Need for Speed World. Which is EA's new Need for Speed game. Which is interesting in the fact, I talked about it a few weeks ago, because it was in the beta, but this is the full retail now, you can go and get it. Now, full retail, it doesn't mean that, because it's a free-to-play game. You go to needforspeedworld.com. Sign up for an EA account, like you just have with The Sims or whatever, and then download the client. It's totally free. It's the new Need for Speed game. It's online. You're racing all online opponents. You earn experience like you do in any massively multiplayer game. Every race gives you a bit of experience. You level up. You get better cars. It's a really cool kind of game. Now, what I hated about the beta was you could only use the keyboard. Mm. on your PC. It's a PC game but they've added Xbox 360 controller support so I'm using a Xbox and it's a different game completely but you can't actually level up and stuff without buying all their stuff right? you don't it's a free freemium is the term for these games like uh, realms free realms like that so it's like it's free to download and it's free to play up to a certain level I think it's level 20 which could give you about if you played it a lot like a few weeks of play when you get to level 20, you have to buy a pack called the um, Premium Pack. It's nineteen ninety nine, 99 and that allows you to go to level 50, which is the maximum. So, at best, if you love it after 20 levels, which will take you a couple of weeks, you pay $20 and you can play as much as you want, right? It's only $20. Now, stuff in the game, like in all these things, like extra... To make your car look better or better cars all cost money.
1: Ah, uh, so you can't actually do well without spending real money.
0: You can. I'm racing people who have paid for the full version in my crappy beginner's car. Because oh, right. you still get... You still, every level, you still get a power-up for your car. So you can still keep your car... Instead of just buying it. Yeah, right. so like, what the people who spend money on it is like to get really cool stickers to put on your Like, very custom. So... You don't have to spend a dime, really. You do have to spend the $20, I would say, when you get to level 20 if you want to carry on. But I don't think that's bad. I mean, that's... Not less... if you
1: enjoyed that much. If you enjoyed it yeah. up to
0: that point, then $20 is not a big It's kind of
1: like a big demo, then.
0: It's a huge demo. It's a demo that you can even carry on playing, if you, but you just don't get to level up anymore. You can still race people. Now,
1: they almost killed the Need for Speed, didn't they, with one crappy yeah. uh, version of it. That one last year was right. really bad. Um, so maybe this is their, like, redemption Red I mean, bedroom. this isn't
0: brilliant. It's it's almost like Need for Speed from two years ago, before it got bad. Mm. It's almost the same it's as just that, but online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, there's a new Need for Speed coming out at, at Christmas for the consoles, which I'm assuming that Need for Speed is going to come back in a big, bad way because it's the burnout team, Criterion. They've hired them to do the Need for Speed, so... The burnout guys, no, no racing games, you mm-hmm. know. And Need for Speeds, their type of racing game, because it's just a fun, it's arcade not a serious racing, game, right. is it? So I can't wait to see what they do with a new Need for Speed, but that's not that's coming out at Christmas. So um, what else have been doing this week? Hydro Thunder Hurricane. That was this week's Xbox Live arcade game. Came out on Wednesday. Uh, fifteen Microsoft, fifteen dollars Microsoft money. It's the sequel to the Dreamcast game that I loved Hydro Thunder speedboats water racing um online it's got online racing it's pretty awesome but it's been eclipsed a little bit by Starcraft 2 I still need to get back into it but uh, if you like racing games and you love that on the Dreamcast well it wasn't just on the Dreamcast Hydro Thunder it was also an arcade game from the 90s if if you're an arcade person you might remember it um it's fun $15. This week's Xbox Live Arcade game is a new Castlevania game, which I'll talk about next week, which I think will be awesome. And then the week after, I think it's Tomb Raider. Zombie Nazis, right? Castlevania? Yeah. No. Is that Wolfenstein? That's Wolfenstein. Castlevania is a side scrolling Mm. um, exploration slash. It was from the Super Nintendo days. Oh, right. Um, It's cool. Uh, It's all It's a new one. It's not like a remake, it's a new one. And finally, I wanted to mention Windows Backup. It's a feature of Windows 7. Uh, you, the reason I mentioned this was you bought a new uh, one terabyte external drive for your computer so you could back all your data up. And I was, you, we was going to set it up to back your computer up, and I was like, oh, we're going to have to get some backup software. Well, if you've got Windows 7, you don't need any backup software. Just go into your start menu and type Windows Backup, and uh, it's built into Windows. You can... Tell it when you want to back it up, how much stuff you want to back up, go Here, down to it's It's uh, really cool. Um, we've done it, and it worked. As far as I know. Yeah, it did work. It's on there. I've looked at it. It's uh, And you've set it to do it every week. It's just built into Windows. A lot of people probably don't know it's built into Windows, but it is. Hmm. And you don't need an external drive. You can back it up to
1: right, just a USB we drive. Had a recent, we were watching a movie, and... The electricity went off, and we heard crackling and whatnot. And my computer always goes off Mm -hmm. when the power goes off because I don't have a power supply like you do. You have a PSU, a power supply, uninterruptible. UPS. and PSU. (laughs) You have one on yours. I don't have one on mine. For some reason, my husband never bought me one and set me up with that feature, but whatever. So I thought, you know, my hard drive, I have now about 50,000 images, pictures, scans of artwork, old family photographs, things that have been, you know, sent out to family and stuff now that I don't have the originals anymore, and I just thought, wow, seriously, if I ever lost all those, I, it would just, I would feel like my house burned down, I mean, it would feel awful, like, ugh, so then I got started worrying about it, then I was like, oh crap, now every day I was thinking, my hard drive could go any day, if I hear that weird, I have a couple already anyway, I have a, you have two in there, right, but it was just like, I just started thinking, and then I, it would rain, and I'd be like, oh crap, I forgot to get that hard drive. I'm going to order that hard drive tomorrow. And then I wouldn't think about it, and then I'd come in, and obviously our power had gone off, My I, I I'm like, oh crap, the, any day that could go, I got I need to order that hard oh, drive. Oh, my
0: hard drive died the other week, remember. Right, so and that was that, another reason yeah. it kind of
1: like spurred me, and then the projector and stuff going off while we were watching the movie, and I was just like, I've got to get it. So that I called you from work, and I said, I just thought of it, just order it. Whatever you think is the best one, and then it showed up, and...
0: Windows backup handles it nicely.
1: And the people that we were—you looked at the computer that apparently did get fried, and you could get the data off the hard drive, but everything else is screwed, and you'd have to dig around to get it. And that's—they don't have a backup or anything. And I was just like, "Wow, I need to." You know, it's a new world, really, because got your you don't want—you you don't want your box and your bags of all your photos that you've had over the years
0: to get to rain get or wet. wet yeah.
1: yeah, that would devastate you. My photos are for the most part all digital now either the ones I've been taking for the last four or five years or the thousands of family photos that I have scanned um, plus you know sound recordings that were my grandma made and sound recordings of like the great grandfather playing fiddle and all <clears> that kind of stuff you're right? actually
0: sorry because I've got them all backed up on my external hard drive your awesome. stuff and you've got it on yours and it's on there so it's in three places maybe right? I
1: should get a safety deposit box and take put- it to the bank yeah <laughs> that's a bit much but whatever but it's just a good idea don't don't take for granted that that hard drive in your laptop or in your computer that you've got your wedding photos on and your kid's graduation and all those photos now uploading your photos to somewhere like Google your Google photos I think you can do or Flickr or Facebook I still don't trust that 100% because Facebook might not be there forever and everything you've put there everything you've written every photo you uploaded every everything could just be gone right I don't foresee that happening but just keep that in mind that you know it's, it's just as precious as this photo that's sitting on my desk of your mother and grandmother and it's just a piece of paper yeah right so I want that to be protected that's been scanned as well and it is saved now three times
0: <laughs> but, and if you if you have Windows 7 or Windows Vista which most people probably have one of those two nowadays you've got this backup facility and if you don't have the backup facility you just have to drag yeah, and, and drop and my
1: drive was how much 60 bucks
0: um, 80 bucks
1: for a terabyte.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, I don't know if people grasp that. That's a lot. You, you read on the side of the book. gigabytes. Body. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. That's... And to keep it in perspective, my other drive that everything was already on was 320 gigabytes. This is more than twice that. And I wasn't even using up that hard drive. So I've got
0: room to grow. Yeah, there's a lot of room there. You, I mean, and no,
1: I'm not in cahoots with the companies that sell hard drives or Windows or anything. I'm talking about precious things. If you've written poetry or you've got a novel that you've written on your computer or... Just anything. I'm an, Every photo I just, you take.
0: Just all kinds of things. I bought StarCraft this week yeah. online. Um, now, the install files... Yeah. Um, I want them. They're like 8 gigabytes. I want to keep those because if I need to install it again, that's the way I install it. You either download 8 gigabytes again, which can take ages... Or you have it backed up somewhere. So I, And I even up. in a
1: weird way, like all my email, anything I ever had, you know, uh, links I get from people, pictures people send me, I download those and save them. You know, like, this so the moral kid.
0: to this story, back up your computer. If you've never thought about it, um, you want to back it up it. to something. Worry
1: about it all the time until you take care and of I it. And I am upset.
0: <laughs> I back mine up once a month. I get my thing out and back it up. Impulse. Oh, let's
1: just give him a picture. You go to the closet, you open the door, you get out this box that's a pristine... Like, it just came off the shelf of a store. You pull it out. It's got all the cardboard and the plastic still around the hard drive. You unpack it as if you just purchase it. You hook it up and you sit there, preciously, backing up, backing it takes up. Takes me a full day, usually. Then, you pack it back up in the plastic and the styrofoam and you put it I back did. in the box and in the closet. I
0: just find, like, if, if I left it running and plugged in... Like mine? It could, you know... <laughs> it might I don't know I just feel paranoid
1: I think but. I feel
0: safer about it being in the box and out of the way and no power going to it or anything you know just and and you unplugged yours from the yeah. back when it was storming alright so finally uh, you went to see Inception this week mm-hmm. I didn't uh, I but did. we're going to be reviewing that one in December I believe on Blu-ray and you're not going to tell anything about it because I don't want to know and secondly, we saw... I just don't tell. Secondly, we saw Kick-Ass this week as well, which I really enjoyed. Did you enjoy Kick-Ass?
1: I did enjoy it. I, thought, I didn't think I enjoyed it as much as you, but I did enjoy it.
0: I thought it was really fun um, and fun, a different take. Check your brain at the door. That's one totally check yeah, your brain. Yeah, but I mean, based on a comic book, which is yeah. one of the rare comic books that I've actually read, I like the comic book better than the movie, to be honest. Hmm. So if I was going to recommend it, I'd say get the book, because the book is quite a bit different, and the tone of the book... Is not quite as funny as the movie. Right, the movie or Yeah, the movie almost. Uh, this this was the only problem I had with the movie. It was one thing at the beginning, and then about halfway through, it was something else. The tone yeah. completely changed. Like it, I agree. Like at one point, the funniness and the kind of teen comedy just dripped away, and it just got violent and. Um, yeah. Just totally different. It was like two movies stuck together. It was uh, the comic book doesn't feel like that. It doesn't really have the slapsticky kind of wham, bang, bang. it Doesn't really whack. have that. Yeah. So that's the only thing I could say about the movie that I didn't like. But don't did, watch
1: it with your kids. Don't let your kids watch it's it. It's not for kids. It's got bad language from a young girl. <laughs> it's, it's really funny. That no, is no, it's not really funny. those scenes it's between uncomfortable.
0: Those scenes between Nicolas Cage and that girl are awesome. I just really I thought it was brilliant. Nicolas Cage is um, I think Nicolas Cage. <laughs> the movies he picks it's like they're always perfect like for him you reckon well not always but this one in particular I thought he, he was perfect you know?
1: wow your brain is just different than mine no I love it. I him. think he's kind of semi crappy
0: he is I mean I know he he's is, one of your he fits, heroes like...
1: but you know what well, was I... It? I just thought of another movie of him the other day because we keep saying Lost and you know um, Leaving Las Vegas is like you know the quality one but there was another one that was really good now I forgot it again but
0: Guarding Tess. What? Guarding Tess. No, I don't think so. <laughs> no. For me, it's Wild at Heart. That's his serious. Um...
1: <laughs> like his first movie, or Killing Zoe might have been one of his first ones. He wasn't in that. Not movie. Killing Zoe. Xanadu or. Yeah,
0: something, that's in just the same.
1: <laughs> something in the swamp. No, something <laughs> in the swamp. thing? I can't remember the name. No.
0: <laughs> anyway, um, so. That's Kick-Ass and Inception, and you're going to tell us your, your things.
1: What's mine? What is for dinner? Because this is after the show, after all. And after the show, we eat dinner after we've recorded this show. So after the show, after dinner is going to be a slow-cooked lentil and vegetable Stew and I thought
0: of it. I don't know, I saw it on somewhere or something.
1: And thinking, we used the George Foreman grill last week to roast to cook. Um,
0: we wanted to use the slow cooker, which we've not yeah. used since we stopped eating meat,
1: correct? Because I think well, I've got a lovely George Foreman grill, like the big one with all the replaceable parts and everything. We've got a lovely slow cooker that my husband purchased for me. It's got a timer on it and it's very big. And we haven't used it since we stopped eating meat, which we used every week. We turn our years pork ago. to um,
0: almost, yeah. So it's been sat in the cupboard just.
1: Yeah, I think I tried one vegetable thing, it didn't turn out very well. So in this stew are lentils, which are green whole lentils, not split lentils. That's a lot of stuff in there. Acorn squash, potato, sweet potato, mushrooms, carrots, peas, cauliflower, garlic, fresh ginger, cumin, pepper, rosemary, thyme, mustard seeds, vegetable broth, basil flavored olive oil. That's all in there. It's been cooking now for about five hours four hours. I turned it on to low. A did little you bit add ago. a dead
0: dog's eye?
1: I did not. Oh, Should have. It's not
0: gonna be any good. A though.
1: witch's eye? The witches, Dead. the witches yeah. were pretty cool in that Funny in the Titans movie, but not gr- not gross enough for me. They need to be all pussy and stuff. I don't know <laughs> pussy. Oh, you pussy. Sort of pussy, pussy, like infection coming off of them or something. And then on the side, I'm gonna make. I got this one orange tomato and a purple pepper. I'm gonna make a little salad out of that.
0: Never heard of a purple pepper.
1: It's a green pepper, but they grow purple. They they're purple, but then as soon as you cook it, they turn green. It's weird, but they taste really. They're real sweet or something. But that's what we're having. That's a full... And I ask you, what do I cook with a stew that has... Yeah, you know, It's got protein, it's got your starch, it's got everything in it. And I think we'll just have that in a bowl.
0: Uh, and uh, finally, something I didn't write down there, but we'll stick it in your bit, is we caught up with True Blood. Oh, yeah. We watched all of um, from season... I've got dry
1: skin that I'm like. Crazy. We stopped
0: on season... Two. two. Halfway through season two, we just stopped watching it because something... We, I, I can't remember why. But... You
1: decided you didn't want to watch it all because it was going to be too long until the next season. Yeah, that was
0: right. So now what we did was season three is on HBO at the moment. We picked it back up and now we're up to date. So we've got one to see, which is tonight. Um, Excellent. And it's been really good. I like it. I mean, I I don't... I think think it's really good. If
1: anybody wants to say, oh, God, it's just, you know, boring vampire stuff, fair enough. But you know what? I've always liked vampires, except I don't think I would like the Twilight thing because it's not... It sounds a little bit too um, precious or something. I like grit. I like I think blood and like, gore.
0: It's got some low qualities to it. <laughs> Namely, for me, And Acting. this is a, this is a weird thing for me. I like everything about True Blood, but I don't like Suki Stackhouse at all. <laughs> she could not be in it for me. I'm talking about... The, the actress. I'm talking about the actress. Also the character. I, I prefer a brother. I like watching yeah. the story of the brother better. Um so it's kind of weird because it's the story of Suki Stackhouse, but I like everything but her. Every other scene, everybody else. So it's <laughs> That's weird. True. It's really weird. So, it's but, okay. but yeah, I really like it. It's I um, okay. I think the the last episode we just watched mm. for me yeah. is the best episode I've seen of all of them up to up to now. You know, um, it was crazy. It was thinking back about all the stuff that happened. A
1: lot of stuff happened, so I'm anxious yeah. to catch up.
0: Um, so that's uh, that's our week Uh, thanks for listening to the show I want to remind you about our websites ascoli.com and sidtar.com you can also catch us both on Twitter and Facebook and Xbox Live and YouTube and anywhere on the internet where I might
1: put my making of the stew video on YouTube
0: well there you go making of the stew video
1: (laughs) if it's good if it's shitty no I won't alright
0: so um, you can also uh, catch this podcast on the Zoom Marketplace the iTunes Music Store or our rss feed just go to ascully.com a-s-c-u-l-l-y.com click on the word podcast you can subscribe there so the, you probably already subscribed if you're listening but chances are you can also listen on the page if you're not subscribed you unless can, you're
1: just walking by someone's office and they happen to be listening and you're like poking your ear in like secretly what listening. the hell is this
0: <laughs> this fantastic thing i'm hearing so um <laughs> You can also email feedback to me at ascallyxcally.com. Don't email Sid Talk. We all know that by now. And I want to say stay classy. And um, see you next week. With with James and the Giant Peach. James and the Giant Peach. This would be awesome. And
1: I'm going to say think for yourself. Because if you don't do it, someone else will.